it was really amazing. He, when he was diagnosed, he had this incredible perspective on life. I'd say after about those first four months, he started to start to say, you know, all those things that I used to complain about, things that I felt like I have to do this. He's like, now I don't take it for granted anymore. He's like, I don't have to clean my garage. I don't have to sit in traffic, but I get to do those things because I'm still alive. You're listening to Fuel Radio, inspiration and training to fuel your day. Now here's your host, Rod Jans. Good. Well, Jenny, welcome to Fuel Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you today. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. You know, full disclosure, Jenny and I have talked probably since the beginning <laughs> almost about this project that we're going to quickly talk about here today. But I, I wanted to give you the opportunity to describe what you do and how it all got started. It's quite an amazing story. So maybe you could take us back to the beginning and tell us how this whole project got started. Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been a fun journey. So we started an organization called Whole Way House Society back in 2013 when we started working in the downtown east side of Vancouver uh, in 2010. And my brother and I had seen a need in the single room occupancy building that we were working in amongst the residents uh, that were facing real isolation and loneliness. And so we wanted to create an organization that would build community that was healthy and supportive, uh, that was a really safe place for them to be. So during that time, my father had been diagnosed with terminal cancer. It was uh, by the time we found it, he was 48 years old and it was already at stage four. He just had a small lump in his leg and uh, got it biopsied and it was stage four melanoma. So uh, that was a big turning point in our family as we were trying to really uh, navigate what to do from there. And of course, as a family, we all came together and we said, you know, dad, what do you want to do? Um, the prognosis was really bad. Uh, generally, stage four melanoma gives you about four to 12 months to live. And so we all, um, you know, we said, dad, we let's quit our jobs. Let's uh, just do what you want to do. Let's go kind of do some bucket list items. You want to travel and and my dad is a, an amazing guy. He was a public speaker and he ran these intensive seminars uh, with my mom called Relationship Lifeline. And every day his job was to help people and families and couples heal. And so uh, people who are going through crisis and turmoil in their personal lives, uh, my dad had this amazing gift uh, in these seminars where he would help them heal. And so my dad said to us, he kind of was laughing at us. He's like, you guys, it's like, you know, I'm living my bucket list out every single day. Like I live on purpose. I don't want to quit my job. He's like, yeah, let's go on a trip. We can go hang out together, but I really want to keep living my life on purpose and, and building this legacy. And so it was really amazing. He, when he was diagnosed, he had this incredible perspective on life. I'd say after about those first four months, he started to sort of say, you know, all those things that I used to complain about things that I felt like I have to do this. He's like, now I don't take it for granted anymore. He's like, I don't have to clean my garage. I don't have to sit in traffic, but I get to do those things because I'm still alive today. Um, and so I've got today to do that. So really this impact of gratitude and, and living each day out with purpose. And so his perspective was pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. My dad actually lived for another four and a half years after that prognosis, which was incredible. And he uh, lived it out every day. He lived out this I get to message and and shared it uh, with thousands of people. And so on December 25th of 2013, my dad passed away. And that was really hard, of course, for our family. He was only 52 years old and it left a big impact on people. But it was incredible to see that people were still being impacted by his message. So 
I wanted to honor that and to just keep his message alive and keep it going. And so I I wanted to share the I get to message. I had when I first started working in the downtown east side in the single room occupancy buildings, I had to learn how to punch keys like with room numbers. So if somebody was moving in, I would make them a key with their room number and I would stamp it. And um, I thought we could use the same uh, technique to make necklaces that say I get to. And so, and I also recognized within Holy House Society, one of the other greatest needs that we saw was giving people an opportunity to use their gifts and talents and also to contribute. Often people who are marginalized and facing poverty, maybe struggling with mental health issues, uh, addiction issues, don't have an opportunity to use their gifts and talents or begin to lose their self-worth and value because they're not able to contribute. So we wanted to give them that opportunity to have a, a sense of purpose and value. So I went to the hardware store and I found these washers. Um, my dad was actually a really handy guy. He used to take me to the hardware store all the time. <laughs> and um, so this to me looked like a lifeline. And so that's the name of their program. And I, and I just tried stamping. I get to in there and it worked. And so uh, from there, we were able to give part-time work to people who are transitioning out of homelessness and working through the Holy House program to be able to do this work. They're able to do it also in a place that's really safe and that they're comfortable uh, for someone who may not be able to go you know, to a job every day. Um, but this is something that they can say, I can do this today and they can choose how much they do. And, and then it gives them a real sense of pride uh, in the work that they do. They create these beautiful necklaces and they can even create, or people can even choose their own words. So uh, mine says, I get to live uh, because uh, in honor of my dad because he passed away. So to be grateful that I'm here today. And it's become a really incredible project for the guys who are working who are working through it. Uh, they definitely are proud of what they do and it gives them an opportunity to earn some extra income as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a really moving story and it's a great phrase. I mean, ever since I first heard of it, it's a phrase that uh, I commonly refer to myself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Often it will crop up in my mind that, oh, I have to do this. But uh, it's like, no, no, no. Remember Jenny and, and her dad. <laughs> I get to do this. Yeah. And so it's, it has spread a little bit. If people go online and check out your Instagram account and, and that sort of thing, they'll see that there's pictures of other people that are sharing their own I get to stories. Yeah. Could you do any of those kind of come to mind that you would that you that you could share with us right now that stand out to you? I'm yeah. I know there's many, but maybe just yeah. what first comes to mind for you. Absolutely, there's uh, one amazing young woman. She she came and shared her story, and she was so inspiring to me because she had a baby that was only 20 weeks. She was only 20 weeks into her pregnancy. The baby shouldn't have lived and they really worked hard with the hospital and it was such a miracle. And she said that while she was in the hospital, you know, you're tired and they're spending all these days in the NICU. They were there for 101 days. She had three other kids at home. Her and her husband would take shifts staying at the hospital. And and as she shared her story, she just said, she's like, there was a day that I just realized I get to stay up all night and hold my baby. I get to change my baby's diaper because he was able to go to the bathroom today. You know, all these things that's all of a sudden, you know, often I think mothers have such a huge job. And so she was saying like, I used to complain about that. Like, oh, I got to change dirty diapers or, oh, I have to do laundry. But just how grateful she was that her baby had survived. It was incredible to see. Her name is Jenna, uh, Jenna Leash. And uh, she, she just 
had this kind of awakening that she was so grateful that her baby made it. And so all the things that, you know, a mom might complain about, like doing laundry and changing diapers, she was just so grateful that she got to do that because her baby shouldn't have, shouldn't have made it. So. Yeah. So yeah. the whole thing has really gotten people thinking and it's, it's, it's affecting lives. It's, it's really cool. It's spread beyond uh, maybe what you imagined even at first. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's incredible to see that it just resonates so strongly with people. Um, and I think it can just help change the outlook of our entire day. My dad used to say, he's like, I wake up every morning asking, who do I get to be a lifeline to today? You know, and so just uh, looking for those opportunities to be grateful and, and all the things that we get to do, especially, you know, we live in Canada and we're so blessed with so many things that uh, most of the world can't say that they have. So, so yeah, so I think it's, it's great to a reminder uh, to live out on purpose and as well as to be grateful for all the things that we get to do. Yeah. And I noticed you have other things to offer. It's gone beyond chains. It's beyond, gone beyond the, the key chains. What else is, what else yeah. is there now? We have a notebook um, and that really was just meant for, you know, journaling and writing it down. And sometimes it's hard, especially if we're going through a crisis or something really difficult to set our focus on the things to be grateful for. So mm -hmm. we came out with a journal and it really, I use mine every day, actually, just starting your day out with, you know, writing down a couple of things that you get to do. Maybe it's today I get to go grocery shopping because I have enough money in the bank to buy groceries or, you know, I get to sit in traffic <laughs> I because I, I have a car, you know, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but sometimes it's hard to find those things when you're going through, when you're going through a crisis, when you're going through something really difficult, but to just write it down and then we can look back at all the things, you know, in a year from now and say, look at look at how much has changed and all the great things in my life. So, Neat. yeah. yeah. Do you have any special offers or events or anything else that's coming up right now that you'd like to tell us about? Yeah. We, um, well, we came up with the uh, silver and gold fill. So these little necklaces um, say I get to, and they yeah. are made of real sterling silver. And this one here has a gold fill in it. And so these are available at I get to.ca. And with every one of these, you do get a free journal. Uh, sent to you. So you will get to write down all of your I get to's uh, day by day. And so that's um, our promotion for our new uh, silver and gold fill line. Okay, great. So just as we bring things to a close, you've mentioned it, but what's the best way for people to check this out? And we'll, we'll put things in our, um, in our show notes, but uh, what's, what's the best way for people to get more information? Yeah, you can visit igetto.ca is our website and you can see a lot of the stories there, uh, different people who have shared as well as the impact that it has on Whole Way House Society. So uh, mm -hmm. the proceeds go back into uh, the programs, the community building programs that support veterans and seniors who are marginalized and at risk of homelessness. And our Instagram account is at Whole Way House, or pardon me, at igetto. And then at Whole Way House, uh, you can see the charity that the, that the necklaces support. Good. And I just want to reiterate that. I don't want people to miss that is that mm -hmm. the proceeds go to a nonprofit and you also have, do you still have people? Uh, it's kind of a, a social enterprise as well. Do you still have people stamping the, yes, the, absolutely. the work on the I get to materials? Yeah. Absolutely. Every single necklace is hand stamped by someone who uh, is in the whole Way house program. So uh, they are made, and if people aren't able to stamp them, um, maybe they have a different physical abilities, then they make the packaging, they make the envelopes. Um, so it's a really great opportunity for people with all different kinds of challenges to be able to contribute and, and to have some part-time work. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. You know, this is a personal, this project is a personal favorite of mine. And <laughs> 
I don't mind saying too, you're one of my favorite people as well. So, <laughs> and, and your family, I really appreciate you uh, joining me today and sharing this, the I get to message. Thank you, Rod. I really appreciate it. I, I, I'm so thankful for all of your support and you've been such an encouragement to us. So thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Fuel Radio.